Hey everybody, hope you guys are having a fantastic day. Some interesting news coming out around psilocybin and MDMA treatment. As you know, we've talked a lot about it on the podcast over the years and uh, there's more. So today, this headline from CNN came out and I said, oh, I should talk about this. This could be good. So we're going to dive into it together. I haven't read it yet and we'll try to summarize as best as we can so we're not taking too much of your precious time. Thank you for joining me in today's uh, episode Today's Daily Dose is sponsored by GrassStore.com. Cannabis delivery made simple. Save 40% on everything right now if you use the code DAILY at check. So here we are. How psilocybin, the psychedelic and mushrooms may rewire the brain to ease depression, anxiety, and more. How it may. Shrooms, Alice, Tweezes, Mushies, Hungos, Pizza toppings, magic mushrooms, everyday lingo for psychedelic mushrooms seems to grow with each generation, yet leading mycologist Paul Stemetz, Paul Stemetz believes it's time for fans of psilocybin mushrooms to leave such childish slang behind. I agree. I mean, it's not necessary. Um, it's not, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't treat it like a street drug anymore, like calling weed weed. Come on, let's grow up. It's cannabis. He says, let's be adults about this. These are no longer shrooms. These are no longer party drugs for young people, Stemets told CNN. Psilocybin mushrooms are non-addictive, life-changing substances. Small clinical trials that have shown that one of two doses of psilocybin given in therapeutic settings can make dramatic and long-lasting changes in people suffering from treatment-resistant major depressive disorder, which typically does not respond to traditional antidepressants. Well, powerful words by Stemets. Um, and we're seeing a lot, a lot of information um, that uh, is proving this to be true. So it's not the only one. So there's psilocybin, there's MDMA, there's ketamine labs, or I should say um, ketamine clinics. So, you know, our relationship with these chemicals have been changing over the years. Um, professionals in the medical world are taking a different tone. Maybe because it's um, maybe because the problem is far worse than we know. You know, mental health is finally being taken seriously. Why now? Maybe the numbers are far greater than we think they are, or at least what we're told uh, in terms of people suffering from something day to day. Like life is hard. Um, and you're, you know, every day it's filled with choices. And those choices can lead you down paths that are positive or negative um, with very specific outcomes that uh, are sometimes foreseen or unforeseen. So life is tough and it's tough for everybody. Uh, and that can vary so much. There are all these degrees that it can be from very extreme to not so much. So being able to give people access to these plant medicines is huge. I mean, one to two doses can be life-changing for people. I mean, for me, by the second or third larger doses, through my sessions is when I was making substantial breakthroughs in analyzing my character, my personality, my behaviors, my, you know, my life, where I am, where do I want to be? What do I have to do to get there? Um, and it, 
it was just a flood of tools that helped me self, uh, uh, helped me conduct a self audit through self reflection. So if it's going to be able to do this for others as well, imagine, imagine a time in the future where people don't have to suffer as much as they do in present day. Some people will go 10, 20 years before even um, being faced with an option like, let's say, psychedelics. So I talk about this so much on this channel, and it can get old for people, but for I just want you guys to understand the, the gravity of the situation. That's why I talk about it so much. I really feel that it, uh, we need to be yelling at the top of our lungs um, to reach as many people so that uh, for those that have never considered it, can at least have information that uh, can uh, potentially benefit them, can benefit uh, the choice they're going to make. Should I do this or not do this? And if it's, if it's uh, a choice between getting better or not getting better, someone's going to choose getting better. Even if there's some risk factor to it, there's risks to every choice, um, including, you know, uh, antidepressants. So if you've been down that road and you're not seeing the, uh, you know, the results you should be seeing, and if your primary caregiver is also struggling to kind of figure out what drug will work best with your brain chemistry, I mean, this is an alternative and it's uh, for the first time ever really being taken seriously as a... Um, as a serious option. It's never happened before. So we are living in an incredible time outside of everything else that's going on in, you know, in our country, in our world, you know, politically, geopolitically. Oh, so I guess, you know, a bigger thought and something I can leave you guys with for the weekend to, uh, to think over is, uh, as Stemets was saying, this war on drugs has uh, affected how people perceive these chemicals. Um, and they've been treated as very, very dangerous for a long, long time. Very long time. You know, cannabis was dangerous for a century. Well, it's no longer dangerous. But um, to... To, do, to repeat a lot of our mistakes of the past with other plant medicines uh, would really be disappointing. I would be very disappointed in uh, local and uh, federal level leaders. Uh, it's just, we, should, we, we have to avoid going down that path again. And of course, that greater question of legalizing all drugs, it's, that has a lot of implications. How about we start with some of the most benign ones that are either helping people or, um, uh, you know, is bringing a little comfort to people's lives. Uh, and the downside is so minimal. What do you guys think about this? Uh, legalization of everything or legalization of some things. And through the process of examining um, how society reacts to it can potentially open up or close the doors to looking at some of the other harder substances that people are using and, uh, and are hurt from, you know, there's, um, 
there is a serious problem in our country with fentanyl and opioids. Let me show you this thing uh, this medical doctor had tweeted. So let's go to my Twitter. I'm not really too sure. Ryan Kabir, MD, at Ryan KMD, physician. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting background. Exploring the intersection of medicine, mind, and technology. Well, in any case, so here's what he was saying. People are dying from random chemicals and adulterants in their street drugs. Pure fentanyl, pure fentanyl is no longer available. Now it's half-baked fentanyl. Plus or minus, um, I guess it's pronounced xylazine. This is a direct consequence of the war on drugs and lack of an ethical, legal, regulated drug market. You can agree or disagree. Leave them down below. I'll catch you guys on the next one.